Welcome to John Michael's Personal Branding Masterclass. John is the founder and CEO of Image Group International, an award-winning image consulting and personal branding pioneer established in 1989. This podcast will bring you old-school wisdom, inspiring ideas, strategies, and hacks for the new tech world. Here you will learn everything about personal branding, the system, the techniques, and the right mindset to have a successful personal brand, image, and reputation. Hi, everybody, and thank you for being here with me today. Our chat today will be about workplace reputation, and we've all experienced situations in the workplace where our best intentions were not received as we had intended. Now, let me share with you a personal story uh, that illustrates this. At times in the workplace, uh, you can obviously be as authentic as you want to be, but from the perspective of perception, if people aren't ready to sort of hear your story or potentially what I would call is saboteurs in the audience, then your story can actually be misinterpreted and used the wrong way against you. So the story, I suppose, that I want to share is, um, you know, by not understanding some of that, especially in the early days of my career, uh, people misinterpreted uh, that that's what really was me. And that was really about, you know, going out, having a good time, and then sharing aspects of that in your workplace community where they saw that as, oh, he's really out there, you know, having too much fun, enjoying himself too much and so on, where really it was a story around, you know, a young guy trying to obviously have a a great uh, weekend, having a good time, uh, you know, going out socializing like we do when we're young, having a few drinks, etc. But then explaining that from a workplace perspective didn't go so well especially with one or two people that, you know, potentially could use it against you, or certainly uh, in my case. Not that it was a big deal, but my point is, you know, you don't need to share everything about your life. And in the world where it's supposed to be transparent, (laughs) some things that just don't matter. Um, So the big tip, I suppose, in managing your reputation in the workplace is, you know, you get to choose what you want to share. And potentially, if what you're sharing is really a waste of time, uh, certainly doesn't add value to anyone's life, why would you share it? So that's my story. And I certainly, that was a lesson um, that, of course, I've carried right through. And it's something that, you know, I would advise anybody, if you're going to share something, make sure it's of value, make sure it's of value, obviously, for you, for, for them. Otherwise, why are you sharing it? So as you can see, you know, it is common for people to misunderstand our intentions and make judgments about us, um, and especially at work. But having said that, you know, it could happen anywhere. So it's important that we reflect about this, you know, and reflect on it from the point of view of, you know, where, where have you potentially done that as well? Now, of course, when we're young, and it could be if you're a family person, you know, and you have children, could also be where your kids are doing that right now. So there's an opportunity also to help somebody uh, in reference to that from a family perspective. But in the workplace, there'll be colleagues, you know, especially especially colleagues that haven't had the experience and the, I suppose, uh, worldliness to know that some things are just not relevant in sharing. 
And I mean all sorts of stuff. I'm talking about relationship issues, personal relationship issues. I'm talking about drugs. You know, I'm talking about um, illegal activity, stuff that can be used against you. Okay. And trust me, having been in this game for so long, people will use it against you if the time comes. So you don't want to give people the ammunition. And that's why I'm really adamant about this. Now, of course, if the environment is also political, well, then I would say 10x that and definitely don't share things in a political environment because just by its nature, political comes back generally to bite you. But let me tell you something that you might never notice also, that in our workplace, reputation also can be flawed. And what I mean by that is, you know, how we are perceived can change dramatically in our environment and the results, of course, we achieve in that environment by specifically who the people are in that group and also, you know, who we hang out with and the reputation that leaves behind on us. For example, if you're in a meeting with uh, six introverts, you know, you might leave the meeting feeling like the chattiest person in that room, even if you're only slightly more social than they were. See, the way people see us and the way we see ourselves changes every time there is a new combination of people together. So, you know, what that means is nothing to mind shifting there other than the strategy, you know. So with every strategic situation, and you could look at this, even a typical workplace meeting is a strategic meeting, then there's tactics that come into play there. Managing your workplace reputation is not difficult if you know what to do. And of course, obviously, today I'm going to be helping you with some of those tips to build a stronger and more positive workplace reputation. So reputation, to give you an introduction to this, is really an external image of how you are perceived. You know, and this is where your personal image, your personal brand are all part of that sort of equals reputation so it's an external image okay so it doesn't necessarily mean you know that that's true but that's the way you're perceived and this is a key word here you know and the beautiful thing about this key word perceived is this if you don't like the perception over time you can change it okay it's not the end of the the road uh, if you're perceived negatively from a reputation point of view you can change it, but it takes some work to do that. For example, going back to my introduction, your personality can impact your reputation. You know, so if you're, you know, if you're basically unstable, if you're potentially haphazard, if you don't keep your word, that will have an impact on your reputation, guaranteed 100%. The internal aspect of you is your character. And that's harder for people to perceive unless they've spent much time with you, okay? So character is a bit harder to pick. You've got to spend more time with people, get to know them, you know, start to view a lot of the things that they do. View, you know, see as opposed to what they say. You know, words can be cheap. Uh, words can be small. I prefer something like gigantic actions because that's what speaks. So my first tip is to share knowledge. And what does that mean? What does that mean in this context is this? Basically add value to people's lives. 
you know, add value to people's lives. So if you're going to be in a conversation, or in this case, a workplace meeting, you know, add value from the perspective of if, you know, if it requires it, innovation, creativity, anything that's going to advance the conversation. Now, of course, a lot of workplaces today have become so politically correct that people can't even speak anymore. So it's all, it becomes totally inauthentic, very fake, and, you know, people are really just, you know, many cases t just taking up time on their seats, you know, while the clock is ticking so they can get paid at the end of the week. That's not my style of leadership. Certainly, you know, contribute, add value, because if you don't do that, especially in the entrepreneurial world, your value drops down dramatically. And certainly, you know, in my experience in the entrepreneurial world, after a while, you won't even have a job. So share knowledge, share it, uh, inspire and help your colleagues in this case, of course, your clients always, you know, to get better, get more inspired from, you know, what they're on about it on a daily basis, especially in, in the times that we're living in where, you know, emotions and mental health is uh, sort of going out of control. Uh, so yeah, share knowledge and help people. My second tip is to add value to your colleagues and clients by, you know, other areas where specifically maybe you can help them with something that generally they would not expect you to help them with, you know, and that could be, for instance, you know, offering to refer them on to uh, another client, you know, and that's a common thing, obviously, that we would do. And it's always a appreciated by our clients when we do that open new doors for them open up new possibilities for them again a sort of lens from the the first tip and that is about uh, sharing knowledge so this is adding value whatever that means to you uh, and the next tip is also ask for feedback now this is important and how you do this is very simple now asking for feedback you, the caveat here is this again in a political environment Okay, it's dangerous to ask for feedback in a political environment. Do not forget that. In my experience, I've been doing this for over 33 years. I have not seen the amount of politics that goes on in corporations today and the workplace that I have ever previously in my life. Uh, going back to what I mentioned earlier about PC out of control and basically people, you know, are not speaking the truth anymore. So ask for feedback and how you would set that up is this. Look, simply... I trust you, I like you, I respect you, you know, give me the feedback 100%. Don't worry, I'm not going to basically be upset. I just want to hear it. I just want to improve. I just want to get better. So it's up to you how you set that up, okay, how you set it up. Now, of course, a lot of leaders and managers in the workplace are afraid to give authentic feedback because you've also got HR departments that make a big deal out of that. Ha <laughs> ha, you know, obviously keep their jobs, okay, make themselves look a lot more important than they are. So the key here is to be authentic about it, okay? Another word that's becoming a cliche today, because of course, be authentic is not so easy to do that. Well, it is, you just got to do it. But of course, you know, with all the other nonsense going on, people find it difficult to become real and authentic and integrous from the perspective of the word. So my last tip following up with asking for authentic feedback is probably the key here, is to be consistent in what you do and who you are. And that's called about being congruent. If you say one thing and your actions basically uh, indicate otherwise, you're going to be in 
in trouble. Now, the only people that get away with that specifically in life is generally, you know, well, there's probably a few more than just politicians. But, you know, they say things, all sorts of things, especially now during election time, they're going to, they promise the world and then their actions are incongruent with what their word said. Now, if you do this, and that's the difference with them compared to you uh, in the workplace, if you do this, you're going to be finished long term, okay? Because you, no one's going to respect you, no one's going to trust you, and of course, the likeness will drop down dramatically. So it's not that difficult to stay on top of this, you know, and my, of course, consistent, be congruent. Uh, and that means also simple things, right? Congruent means professional means also the way you present yourself, you know, and I'm going to go to a fun, the fun aspect of dress, look professional, you know, just because you've got a job, a position, don't get cocky to think that you can do whatever you want. That is such a dangerous game to play. And in my experience right now, a lot of people are doing that. And, you know, dress is the fun bit. It's the simple one, but also they're doing that with their language, their manners, you know, and the way they communicate with people. So it's not, you know, it's not what I would call kosher. Uh, and it's something that's going to affect you long term, guaranteed, if you don't put that into action. And it's not that difficult to put into action. And finally, what I want to say is your workplace reputation is really essential if you're going to basically climb the ladder pick up new positions, uh, pick up greater work, work that you love, have the respect at work, and have the opportunities to go uh, to grow dramatically in that organization or potentially in any other organization. And that includes, of course, you know, potential new employers down the track if your reputation shines. And that's the intention here. Well, the show's almost over, and thank you for listening. If you need help with your workplace reputation, please email me. And if we are a good fit, I will be happy to work with you. The email is on the description on the episode. If you liked our chat today, please rate the show on Apple Podcast. Once you've done that, please send us an email confirmation, and we will send you our ebook, The Real World Guide to Authentic Personal Branding. And remember, you can find me on all the social media. You can follow me on Twitter at John underline Michael, on LinkedIn as John Michael, and on Facebook as Image Group International. I thank you all again. See you next week, and have a great week. Cheers. John Michael's Personal Branding Masterclass podcast is sponsored by Image Group International, a global team of practical, digitally savvy personal brand and image strategists based in Australia, committed to maximizing your impact, influence, and authority in the business world. To learn more and apply for your personal coaching, seminars, and group workshops, please visit imagegroup.com.au or call 1-800-631-311.